When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now throughout the NBA Finals, your $5 bet can turn into $150 in free bets when you use code DNVR at sign up. That's on DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter. And look at this very special guest we have. (laughs) Hi, I'm Megan Ingley. She's our Avs girl, but today she's a Rockies girl. Kind of. Rocky's adjacent. Rocky's adjacent. Rocky's adjacent. <laughs> We're going to have fun. We are going to get off the rails. Oh, off we the are, tracks. I think gonna have we're some so fun. ready to get off the rails. <laughs> the final leg of this. <laughs> That's it. No, we'll talk plenty of baseball for what we saw, what we've been seeing on, on the field this week in, with the Cleveland Guardians mm-hmm. and Colorado Rockies. Sometimes I have to stop myself to say, wait, can I say the whole team name now? Yes, I can. Cleveland Guardians. I don't have to think anymore yes. about saying the team from Cleveland. Yes. Still have to do that with Atlanta, at least as far as I'm concerned. Yes. But we've had a good series. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll look at some of the sun signs, zodiac signs, mm-hmm. astrological signs, all those things. All those Maybe th- the same things. Or they may all be Quick completely corner. different things. <laughs> they but were we'll, all correct. <laughs> but we'll talk about them in, in regards to the Colorado Rockies. And, and we'll also dip into Megan's specialty, and that's the Colorado Avalanche. Look, this Stanley Cup final appearance and, and this race for the cup isn't by coincidence. How was the roster constructed? What did GM Joe Sackick do to create this, you know, fantastic roster? And could the Rockies replicate something like that if they were to take a page out of the Avs book, which is a pretty good page considering they're in the big big game, the big final. They've done well. Maybe Megan is the future manager of the Colorado Rockies. We'll see. <laughs> and it's going to be orchestrated by astrological compatibility. As it should be. We've already talked a little bit about this before the show, so I can't wait to get into this I, at some point. We might, I guess, find out if Mer- Mercury is in retrograde. It's not. Okay. Did, was it at any point? I don't even know what that means. But I want, was it was it at any point in June? Because I don't I don't know if we've noticed this yet, but there have been six extra inning games in this month already mm-hmm. for the Rockies. That's insane. It's insane. Mercury retrograde actually ended June 2nd, so... So the month and there started. was a shadow period right after it where there might have been some residual effects. Mm. Okay. Well, when you th- typically when you think of shadows, it's a dark thing. Uh, dark thing for the Rockies is that they've committed 11 errors yes. at home. Rather, errors in 11 consecutive games at home. Defense was pretty good on the road trip. Uh, not so good at home as we saw on Tuesday night during that extra inning loss. Um, but nevertheless, starting pitching has been really solid. A lot of quality starts, uh, like around a three and a half ERA from the starters, which is what you got to hope for. Bullpen's been pretty solid. And so, uh, the start to the Cleveland series, you know, again, if you don't get the wins you want, that's disappointing, but overall still competitive so far. Still competitive. Uh, we also saw the duality of Charlie Blackman with a home run and then some weird base running. 
that caused it all to fall apart. That's the second time in a week because that happened in San Francisco where Mm -hmm. he had uh, a, again, this is why you need to be watching on the YouTube channel, DNVR (laughs) Sports, so you can see the visual of my quote fingers, splash ball, splash hit, (laughs) splash hit, folks, but a splash ball into McCovey Cove last week and then the walk-off error, which was really disappointing. So a lot of that duality, Mm -hmm. you're right, I like that. We did find out good news and bad news. Chris Bryant, you know, uh, we, we still have no timetable, but he's taking batting practice. He's able to swing. He's doing some of those rotational things, which is good. Then on the flip side, our president will be out a little bit longer mm-hmm. than expected, which is a blow since he's been the best reliever in that bullpen, hands down. He has been such a bright spot in that bullpen, so not having him for an indisclosed amount of time, undisclosed, yeah, that is a huge blow. Megan, are you Excuse are me. you a big like uh, odd factoid kind of person? Where like, oh, this is the first time that this thing has happened since whenever. Do you do you dip your toe into that pool at all? No, I don't have a strong grasp for that kind of thing. I don't track it, and so I don't normally know when there's some unique accomplishment that's been unlocked. Right? Yeah, Cleveland. I hadn't realized this. We've been talking about it a lot. The fact that the Guardians hadn't played uh, in in Colorado since 2017 so five years okay that happens with the uh, the scheduling anomalies so to speak but because of the win streak that the Rockies had over Cleveland in all of those years they actually hadn't won a game in Denver in almost exactly 20 years June 16th oh my gosh 2002 that's that's what we call a patty stat Patty stat. That, we call that's those weird. patty stats on the show yeah um that's insane <laughs> That's just, just again, one of those weird anomalies. I wasn't even born yet. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. I like this bit. But the thing, but as we were talking about, the Rockies have never won a game in Toronto. So that's even, you know, yeah. like almost a longer streak in many ways. But to, your, to what you were saying before, Susie, about Charlie's base running, man, it's been the defense that thing that you go, oh, defense has always been so solid for this franchise. Hasn't been this year. Base running has been that thing. We saw it at another point where uh, Daza got thrown out of third base on Tuesday night. Um, again, in the, the bottom of the 10th inning, Charlie Blackman getting thrown out. He'd like to do that again. So base running has been you know, disappointing to say the least. But uh, one of the fun things that has come out in this Cleveland series that I'm kind of embracing, I'm very much embracing okay. it. Um, I think Kale would get behind this. Definitely want to get Megan's take on this. But I'm calling it, Gump chic, and that oh. is that is a style uh, unique to a Mr. Forrest Gump, uh, because it was pointed out to me, and we we probably should see if we can get this uh, up. But Corey Sullivan called me out, and, and here's what I'm curious about: if so, have you seen Forrest Gump, Megan? Yes. Okay, great movie, right? If someone were to compare you to Forrest Gump, just say you look like Forrest Gump. Would you consider that in any capacity a burn? Maybe not a hard burn, like take that, but it's still kind of like a burn, right? Anytime you compare two things, yes, or or is that just me? Anytime. I mean, it's different if someone said you look like Megan Fox, but if I'm being compared to Forrest Gump, it's a choice. It's Mm. one that I'd want to unpack. I would take it as slanted a little bit negative. Okay. So I, I don't take those things negative Exactly. Like I, if something is funny, it's fair to me where it's like, even if someone is trying to hurt me, um, well, hopefully I at least have some connection with them where it would be like, 
damn, that was pretty good. You roasted me. Like, I like that. I like being mocked in that way. It happened back on, on opening day or the opening weekend, right? I had a winter jacket on and they're calling me in a nook of the North. Patrick Saunders tweeted it out. Oh I God. love that. So we, we tweeted out from our main account and damn, I really did on Tuesday look like Forrest Gump. It and, was, and, it was uncanny. It was so funny the way Corey Sullivan pointed it out. He was just like, you are dressed exactly like Forrest Gump. Yeah. And I looked up the picture of Tom Hanks <laughs> running and they're, they're literally wearing the oh my same gosh. outfit. Totally. And I think it was the, Corey said he was even the, the, the button, button going to the top, which it was a little wrinkled at the top. And, you know, I had a little space there. It was, it was a wider neck. So I said, all right, I'm going to button it all the way to the top. I love how why that's not? why you buttoned your shirt up all the way. Cause you're like, it's a little wrinkled. Will I iron it? Will I steam it? Nah, I'm just going to button it all the way up. Didn't, didn't have time. <laughs> didn't have time. So, but I was like, wow. And afterward. Afterwards, I was like, man, that was so good. You got me. And he was like, I'm I'm sorry if, if that you know if impacted you anyway. I was like, no, it's great. There was nothing negative about it because he didn't mean it in a negative way. He was like, oh, my God, your outfit kind of looks like Forrest Gump. Like, it. it was really harmless. And I'm like, no, it's so good. Even if he meant it. Run, Patrick, bad. run. Yeah, and I <laughs> do run. he does run. He didn't know that, though. He didn't actually know that. He didn't I, know I, that you're an ultra marathoner. No. So I, I thought that was, that was really fitting. So it's like, I don't know if someone can... Can someone compare you to Forrest Gump and, and, and it be, you know, not, not a bad thing. I, I'm embracing it. Gump chic. And I got to go through that whole movie Gump and chic. see all his different outfits and see if I can kind of match that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm embracing it. Lean into it. Yeah. I feel like for me, if someone said, Susie, you look like Forrest Gump today, that would just, there's no way. Cause I would never intend to look like Forrest Gump. So like oh it would only, it could only be a burn. Is this really happening right now? What? Cause you look like Jenny. Do I? When Jenny was a little <laughs> you, girl, she wore oh a dress God. just like that. <laughs> Jenny's kind of chaotic, though. Look it up, Kale. Look it up. Google it. I, I we see, need a photo of a Jenny. Bit. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Peas and carrots hunter over here. No. Wow. Well, while, while uh, Kale is, is looking that up, Megan, we were talking Cute. before that, again, you being a, a hockey expert, baseball in a way, was kind of your first love. It was your first sport that you actually had gotten into. Yeah, we didn't really watch sports growing up in the household, but my dad grew up a baseball fan, and we lived in Omaha, Nebraska, back in around, it was between like 98 into 2002. And so we went to, um, at the time, they were like called the Spikes slash the Royals. There was, I think it went from Spikes to Royals. Um, and we would go to those games. So that was my first introduction to live sporting events. It was baseball. Um, and then even following that, when we moved here to Colorado around 2005, 2006, Rockies were some of the first sporting events we also attended coming here. Um, and I remember back in Omaha, we went to one of the Spikes games and we were given kazoos and we were able to play <laughs> the kazoos and set a record for the most kazoos played at once. <laughs> You and were there for that? I was there for what? that. I was there for that. You, you know it, but I was there for <laughs> this, the kazoo record. You might recognize me. That's right. Um, wow. Yeah, All right. Part of a world record's a big deal. It might have been broken since then. I haven't really followed ever since. Yeah, ra raise your hand for people on the set if you've ever been a part of a Guinness world record. Actually, I have technically, but not a person who was part of breaking the record. I was an official witness, oh. which is actually a lot of work. Mm, wow. It was a whole day, and I thought it was just going to be a couple of hours, but it was actually at Dunkin' Donuts Park, home of the Hartford Yard Ghosts. Uh, but 
the this group put together um, these those carabiners, those links. So it's the longest chain of carabiners, and it was all to support mental health and suicide prevention. Oh, awesome. So it was a really great cause. Um, but I had to count like fifteen thousand by hand. Oh my god! And like someone watches you count them. <laughs> I have That's never. That's awesome. It's, it's I don't awesome, think I've yeah. ever counted anything past two hundred. Yeah, like, I don't of, think I think had about, either. Think about how many times, right, you've even counted up that high. Like, that's... I can't think of a time when I never needed to count past a hundred and, like, counting to, like, thousands and thousands and thousands was... Also... Exhausting. <laughs> I don't think either of you realize, but our pro super producer, Kale, raised his hand. Kale, what was your Guinness record? Oh, I didn't see that you that raised you've been your a hand. Part of? Oh, there was, like, a really dumb world record where it was, like, most push-ups done in a day or something by a collective group of people, and my elementary school did a thing. What? Let's go. Yeah, it was, like, a dumb, like, kids fitness thing, and the Guinness World's record people came out, and I'm misremembering part of this because <laughs> I was, like, seven. But, yeah, it was a good time. That's awesome. That's so cool. That, that's great uh, advertising for whoever the superintendent of schools was. He's like, jump rope for heart? No, we're taking it one step beyond that bad boy. <laughs> we are going above and beyond. We're setting some some records here. I want to be remembered. That's pretty neat. And so, yeah, you being here, obviously, in, in 2007, the last time. So I wrote about this free article, actually, right now on the DNVR.com. 50 cents for your first month, but right now you can just read this article completely for free uh, about Kyle Freeland, Ty Block, talking about how great it is you know, for the Avs being in the Stanley Cup final. But this will be the first championship played on Denver soil since 2007. Again, we, we know the Broncos have gone to two Super Bowls since then, but that wasn't held in Denver. Right. First championship in on Denver soil mm. since 2007 World Series. How about that? So. That club, who who was the person you gravitated towards the most at that time? Too low. Yeah. Just an electric player at that time. Rookie, great story, playing with, alongside all these veterans. And you go, oh, this guy has a great career ahead of him. And, and he did. He, he, he certainly did. And it's nice at least he was able to stick around. For a little bit of that, yeah. For a little bit, yeah. And we were also uh, discussing about Nolan Arenado. And so I thought, hmm. What's your take on Nolan Arenado? Because everyone has a different take. Um, none's wrong. None's none's right. But how, that was one of your guys, right? He he was, and especially in the household too. Like between both of my parents, we all had adoration for Nolan Arenado. There are no sore feelings from my perspective. Yeah. Um, and I actually, when I was looking at the roster construction for the Avalanche, which we'll talk about later, I see parallels in how building and especially rebuilding a team requires letting go of players that were once believed to be the core especially if there are things that change in the dynamic in the team in the locker room where a player maybe is no longer the best fit between management roster construction like for the rockies i think that nolan arenado began to fit that where what he's meant to become as a player might need to happen somewhere outside of Colorado. And that is true for some players that are no longer with the Avalanche organization that paved the way for players that were able to now come in to this current Avalanche team as a result of others leaving. And so that's sort of how I view Nolan is I, I want every player that I like to achieve their personal best. And sometimes that means outside of the team that I root for as the home team. Wow. So, so no, so very healthy. <laughs> Very yeah. healthy. I know. Very healthy mindset. <laughs> I liked that. I think we. I think we all want our own Todd Helton. Like we all want our guy to stick around forever, and it's it's just so rare. Like for me, you know, I I 
was attached to you know a bunch of little bunch of players you know dur- during my life and had my favorites but overall as someone who just loved the sport of baseball it was it's heartbreaking for the whole performance enhancing drug thing and steroids is that now all of those guys have been taken out of the conversation as all-time greats so it's like you know if, if you talk to some old timers and Susie and I are going to be doing that today at, at the Sabre luncheon which we always have third Wednesday every yes. month at the Blake Street Tavern uh, so Stay if you're close. watching live Head on down at, at noon. We're going to be there. Zach, we're going to be talking to Zach Rosenthal. Yeah. Assistant general That's manager. Exciting. That's kind of the cool things that we do uh, with our Rocky Mountain chapter of Sabre. But you talk to these guys and you say, oh, Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio, this, Stan Usual, that. And you bring up the guys from your era and your generation. You go, yeah, but. And it's ah, it's that but that taints it and yeah. can hurt and can can be a little bit scarring. So I think that's you know been the case for a story and, and Arenado where you go, that but it didn't end the way it didn't have that perfect ending. And so few guys can have that perfect ending. So it's fitting. We, we hope the avalanche have that perfect ending. We're going to be having it on all the TVs here on the corner <laughs> of Colfax and York at the DNVR bar. Remember if you are a member, if you are a member, uh, you get that member size beer, the mega pint, as it's called, uh, you get free raffle tickets, extra raffle tickets. That is uh, to win some free gear. All kinds of great stuff going on with that. Price breaks at all the different tailgates. Uh, if you want an annual membership to the DNVR.com, you'll actually get a free shirt at DNVR Locker. Even better. And you know what? If you can't make it down to the bar, that's okay because you can check out Evoca TV, evoca.tv slash DNVR. They're now advertising that behind home plate. Don't you, don't you like that, Susie? That here we're at the yes. game. We can't see it, but we like that the whole world, that AT&T Sportsnet and Evoca TV, they're advertising our channel on dnvr sports i love that i was really excited that you noticed that yesterday because that is that's we're tv stars on Ivaca, so that's it i love that for us it is you can get everything in one place nuggets avalanche rockies rapids and this show right now uh all everything on, on we're DNVR living sports. it we're <laughs> living it yeah up and down the rocky mountain region you can get it go to vodka.tv slash dnvr it's $25 a month plus the cost of a receiver. No contracts. You don't have to worry about that. It's for two years. Even better, though, use code DNVR. So go to the special website and use the code so you can save $10 for your first three months. Now it's only going to be $15 a month. Can't beat that price altogether. That's evoca.tv slash DNVR. And it's still not too late. Go to breckbrew.com and nominate a community star. They're giving away tickets. They've been doing it all throughout the postseason. And look. We don't know how many games this is going to go to. There's definitely going to be two in Denver. We'll see if there's going to be four, uh, if, if it happens to go to a game seven. But they are giving away tickets, gear, and the drink of the season. Breckenridge Breweries, Avalanche, Ale. All you got to do is nominate a community star that really has been giving back, doing things, deserves a little bit of recognition. You can nominate them at breckbrew.com and hold it over their head for the rest of their life. That You hook them up. To go to the Stanley Cup. Final. That's exactly how you should view doing a nice thing for someone. I think so. Is look at this great thing I can hold over their head. Megan, are you proud of me that I haven't said Stanley Cup Finals? I say Stanley good? Cup Finals, so I would not have <laughs> criticized you for that. See, and you wouldn't have said I look like Forrest Gump either. Nice person. <laughs> we have got we got nice people on set. So let's get into it. <laughs> let's let finally we have nice people on set. No. Finally. No, no. no. <laughs> So wow. let, let's dig into this because I think this is a topic people would be really curious about. And I feel like it you know, may have been done in other forms, but I think now is a perfect time. Avalanche have made it to the end and it wasn't by luck and it wasn't by 
you know, like teams like the Yankees and Dodgers who can go out and sign superstar after superstar and kind of replenish things. The Yankees have really, you know, been that team who've done it for a while. They've kind of changed how they've gone about their business, but they would just, just buy up every, every superstar. And that's not a reality for most teams. It's not going to be a reality for the Colorado Rockies, as we know, not a reality for the Colorado avalanche. So Megan, that, that was the, that was the question. That was the homework. That was what we wanted to talk about today is how did the avalanche put this team together? Cause it wasn't just let's go ahead and sign all the best players. Cause even when some teams do that, it doesn't work. I'm going to lay the groundwork too for us to begin comparing how this could translate to Rockies too because so there are some important things to note in how this team was built and part of that starts with looking at it as a decades-long process that begins starting around 2011 and this is a team too with current players on it that have experienced some of the lowest lows in franchise history and are now about to go play in the Stanley Cup final. So keeping that in mind, I think there's some ebbs and flows that happen here. It starts in about 2011. Um, Eric Johnson, he's a part of their decor, one of their veteran players and one of the longest tenured Avs is kind of where that begins. He's acquired through a trade, but shortly after that, also in 2011, the next year, um, Gabriel Landeskog is drafted. And that's sort of who a lot of this team is built upon, at least looking on a timeline. Um, He's one of the youngest captains in NHL history. And so they knew, looking at what he was just as a young rookie, that there was a lot to build around. Um, And so I categorized the first part of what made this Avalanche roster as homegrown talents. And those are players who were drafted by Colorado, rose through the ranks, or even just made it directly to this NHL team through Colorado. And that's Gabriel Landeskog. It's then Nathan McKinnon, uh, Kale McCarr, Miko Rantanen before that, Mm -hmm. um, Alex Newhook, and Bo Byram. And you hear those names, and those are some of the star power, too, behind this current Avalanche team, and they're also homegrown talents. Um, And so among them, though, I talked about Nolan Arenado and departures. There are members of the Avalanche who were also believed to be star power core players that also exited. And so Bo Byram, in mentioning him as a homegrown talent, is an interesting one to talk about because there's almost a little asterisk by his name he comes to the Colorado Avalanche as a pick that was only made possible because Matt Duchesne was traded. That was a huge deal at the time. Yes. Still, I mean, still is. Obviously, we're, was, we're talking about the impact it's had. There was a lot of impact. So, like, Matt Duchesne was once to be, be, believed to be the Avs' young core. Um, and Matt Duchesne leaving paved the way for Bo Byram to become possible. Through that, the Avs also see Sam Gerrard, who though he's hurt right now, has been an important part of their decor, especially Mm -hmm. with the pace that they expect their defense to play at. Um, And then even the third string backup goaltender in this Stanley Cup final run is Eustace Anunen, and he's also another pick that comes about through that Matt Duchesne trade. Kind of similarly, even the depth that has made this Avalanche roster um, is JT Comfort playing third line center. And he comes about because Ryan O'Reilly is traded and he leaves and goes to Buffalo. And so it took Ryan O'Reilly leaving, Matt Duchesne leaving, to bring about some of these players who not only make up the depth, but also some of the future, like with Bo Byram. Um, and so those homegrown talents that stayed, I think, are who a lot of this team was built around. Um, But then filling in the depth that comes after is part of that decades-long process because there are players that are acquired through trade like Nazem Kadri. He comes about in recent history, and then even as recently as March through trades, there are members on this Avalanche team 
that have played an important role in how far they've come in the playoffs, and they've only been on the team a few months. And those are also trade line acquisitions that have had a huge impact on this team. So it's a combination of all of these things, right. trades, the homegrown talents, and then the front office just paying due diligence and making excellent decisions and scouting players that they get in the offseason. There are some you know, aging veteran type players like Darren Helm that come in and have this wonderful last leg of their career. Like I don't know what comes next for Darren Helm, but he's played an important niche role as a penalty kill specialist and fourth line guy. And that's someone that comes about as recently in the last like two years um, as well. And so those role players are important. It's exactly it's it's all of it. It's the star players at the top, the homegrown talents. Um, and it's the, the players that who have rehabilitated parts of their career. Like they're not necessarily aging veteran players, but they've re rehabilitated their career here because a lot of players on this current Avalanche team are having career years, no matter what stage they are in their career, because they're made better by the players around them. And that takes someone seeing the bigger picture in the front office, someone like Joe Sackick looking in on this, having a very clear vision in mind for what they want to build and how they want to execute it. A lot of that's built around the Gabriel Landeskog, Kale McCarr types, um, but it's only made possible too by bringing in some new faces through yeah. trades. Hmm? Yeah, it's it's amazing. So I think, and, and that's why one of the reasons why we wanted to talk with you about this is because I think that roster construction in the NHL is similar to that in MLB. Whereas in the NBA, you just need three superstar players and you could just mortgage your future and just trade draft picks and you can get it. Great. Nuggets haven't been doing that. They, they've been developing their guys. But other teams, you can just go out there and kind of manufacture that almost easily. Great. NFL, just get that quarterback and the rest will almost take care of itself. Whereas the old school ways of doing those three things, right? Homegrown talent, making good trades to to help kind of fill some of those holes or just get better players for the future and then supplementing with free agents whether they be stars or role players is so important for the homegrown talent because that's something that the rockies have always done and they're going to continue to do that's that's kind of their deal um is most of those guys i know kale mccarr was the fourth overall pick i believe right in 2017 is that those were high-end picks like those those weren't you know, the back end of the of the second round. They were all top first round guys. And you only get those picks if you're really bad the year before. That's a great point. Yeah. And and some of them um too were trades for higher picks too that allowed it to be possible, like with Bo Byram. Um, but you're right, some of these lowest lows that people like Eric Johnson and Gabriel Landeskog have seen and felt as players. Um, also paved the way for high draft picks to bring them players like Kale McCarr. And so there's a little bit of patience that have been has been asked of the Avalanche fan base yeah. throughout this rebuild period that I think is probably true for Rockies fans too. Yeah, and it, that can be frustrating, like losing. It's it's funny that you say, you know, you, you kind of put it at, say, 2011 for when it started because that's what the Cubs and the Astros did. The Astros are probably the better example since they're still going really strong. But they started tanking. Like their their strategy was straight up to lose to get better draft picks. If they, you know, if someone came about that maybe had two three years left before free agency, hey, trade them and get you know young prospects so that you have your window of contention around the same time. It's nice to just draft players and hey, we got a we had a really good player for five six seasons and then he left and then we developed another player for five six seasons. Well, what if you could have 
two players together at the same time helping each other out in a lineup that's protecting each other. You know, Chris Bryant is a guy that you know changes a lot if, if he was healthy and in this lineup. I don't think it, it magically makes them a 500 team, but everyone gets a lot lot better, right? There's there's other guys on base. There's more opportunities, all of those things. Uh, but that that happens, you know, when you have that long term game plan where your fan base is going to be challenged, as you mentioned, Megan, and you're going to be disappointed at times. You're going to go, Matt Duchesne, for nothing, for for a, a basket of hope. But that hope, you know, ended up becoming all of those players uh, that, that you mentioned and, and, and making those kind of shrewd trades where you have to give a little to get a little. So uh, it's, it's, it's interesting how, how that parallel works. I think there's a lot of baseball teams that have done that. And I, I think you could look at the Rockies roster and maybe say, that's how they've made their team, but they just haven't done it quite as well. No, but I, I, I would, I would sign up for that. You know, I, tanking is is a very bad word. They, they wouldn't, they don't call it that in, in hockey, right? Have you, have you heard that thrown around? I don't, I don't think they typically say that around the draft. Yeah, especially oh, really? when you're out of playoff contention and you're sitting at the bottom of the standings. Yeah, there are jokes like tank for Eichel. You know, like because he's yeah. going to be the highest draft pick that year, so you want to tank for him. And so it's definitely a thing in hockey. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And and you're getting more of a superstar player too in hockey. Whereas in baseball, you know, you could have you could have a lot of first round picks and they just might not come to fruition. Whereas in the NHL, those guys are a lot closer. So that's even more of a challenge that teams like the Rockies might have at the major league level. Um, but if the solution is be really bad for a while, that's gonna be hard because the Rockies do not like to do that. They do not like to kind of say, let's take a step back reassess, reevaluate, and let's kind of shoot for a window five, six, seven years in advance. They don't do that, but the Avs did, and here they are. Stanley Cup final or finals, depending on your religion. <laughs> Nothing, depending on your religion. You know, yeah, just, Happy Stanley whatever. Cup finals to those who observe. Topical or side reel. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, that, that's very true. I, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Uh, everyone in the clubhouse is is really excited for it. And Yeah. I mean, Kyle Freeland, they're going to be in Miami playing the Marlins uh, Sunday. They leave for, for Miami. They have an off day on Monday. He is thinking about going to Tampa Bay oh, wow. to go to that game. Dedication. Yeah. That's, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. He went to game one, actually, where coincidentally they were also playing Miami, but it was at home. It got rained out. And literally 60 seconds after it got canceled, he walked back out of the clubhouse. He came with his Kale McCarr jersey on to begin with. Yes. And Good he got himself tickets yeah. to game one. So, I mean, hey, he was, he was done for the day. He clocked out. That's it's just awesome. kind of how it works. So it's pretty cool. It was interesting to see the predictions. Ty Block said it's going to be five games. Game five is in Denver. Hey, that works out really nicely. Let's <laughs> celebrate here. I would like that. <laughs> uh, Kyle Freeland, he said, well, let's go six games. And again, maybe I'm reading too much into this. Six games means they would win in Tampa Bay. But... When they come back, Rockies just came back home, so it would guarantee that uh, oh. he'd be there for the parade, which usually is during the day. Rockies usually play at night, mm. so and I don't even think I think they would probably even try to schedule around the Rockies uh, their, their day point. game. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. Right, because then they if chaotic. they're off that Monday, I'm trying to think. I, I can't think off the top of my head who they. Play. I think it's the Dodgers. So they play Dodgers at like one ten on that Thursday. So oh, let me let me. If they were to um, win game six, I think that's Sunday night. That would be I'm next Sunday night. So, yeah, they would have the parade by then anyway. Um, oh but, man, I hope I'm not jinxing. There's probably people ripping their hair out right now going, you can't be talking about that. No, 
I think it's okay to talk about it in those terms. If Joe Sackick said it's okay to touch the Campbell Bowl, then it's okay for us to say <laughs> the word parade. I have parade. so much faith in Joe Sackick too. Yeah. So he's just a great leadership to have at the helm of yeah. all of this. So He's a guy to be trusted, much like the folks over at Lightshade, oh, Colorado's premier dispensary. <laughs> they do, I, you know, I got to give them the shout out because there's so many people that are afraid that they don't know what to get. They don't know what to do. They don't want to waste their money either, right? And, and sure, if you use code DNVR, you're going to save 25% off all non-sale items. But still, you want to get a good bang for your buck and you want to be sherpa right? T hey, take me to where I want to be. Maybe your health isn't great. Maybe you're looking for something to get through some pain. The experts at Lightshade, is, they're going to do that for you. There's 11 in the Denver metro area. Go to any one of them. They are incredibly knowledgeable. Check them out. There's one eight minutes away from us uh, off of 6th. So uh, Lightshade, Colorado's premier dispensary. Super producer Kale, he's a tincture guy, but you know what? They got the cannabis concentrates. They got the, the top shelf flower. You name it. Got to check them out. And you know what? Even before you go there, you got to make sure you start your day off right with Athletic Greens. It's yeah. how I do it. One, one scoopful. That's it. Tiny little scoopful. It's sweet. It's the vitamin C in there. That's sweet. Take it with cold water. That's also the trick. It, it, it just makes it pop a little bit better. Very tasty, in my opinion. But I get 75 superfoods, probiotics, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. It's, it's a great way to start off my day. I usually drink that much liquid to begin with, that much water. But now I'm getting my vitamins. It kickstarts my day. Even before my first cup of coffee, I have this clarity because of Athletic Greens, I, I swear by it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free full year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. So you know what, if you're going on the road or you're camping, you're doing something like that, and you wanna bring the whole bag or get a Ziploc, nope, just get the travel thing, rip it off, pour it in. I take it when I'm on the road, it's fantastic. Check them out, athleticgreens.com slash ROC, first three letters of Rockies. That's athleticgreens.com slash ROC to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Please. Yes, go ahead. I, I was just going to ask Megan, uh, <laughs> are the ad reads this seamlessly segued all the time on the Avs podcast? Rudo's good. <laughs> Rudo's very Rudo's good. Rudo's very good. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I took a page out of his book because he, although I, I figured out his strategy, I remember like two, three years ago when I was covering the Colorado Eagles. I guess technically I was covering the Eagles before. Like I was the last one to do it before you did. So I did not know that. I didn't. This I don't think I. Huge. I don't this think I passed the torch. The torch was snuffed out, and then you relit it on your own. But I remember three yeah. years ago listening to a lot of the abs, and his his trick would be, you know, you, t you say something about Miko Ranton, and he'll go, "Man, Miko Ranton, he's such a game changer." But you know what else is a game changer? Athletic Greens. So that was his trick. It was great, but I figured it out. Now he's he's gotten better, but Rudo was the sun. king. Sag Moon. Oh, Something. Yeah. all right. They're talking in code. There we go. You gotta let people it's in not on a it. Code. <laughs> DNVR astrology. This this is a twin language, and you're not even twins. So you gotta well, Gemini. We kind of are though. We don't know that. You, just take over the show. But remember, <laughs> we've got an audience that doesn't know it's Sag Moon, mm -hmm. Mercury being in retrograde, all of that jazz. So. And, and I'll I'll be here speaking for the audience, asking those dumb questions, Perfect. pretending like I don't know what's happening, pretending, pretending. So, yeah, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's sign some signs. Let's Is that yeah. What say? 
No one says that, but you can say okay. it. It's okay. Um, should we start by introducing our signs, our big three? Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right. So I, Susie Hunter, I'm a Sagittarius sun. I'm a Scorpio rising. And I'm a Gemini moon. What does any of that mean? What does Sagittarius sun mean? So that is your main sign. That's a, when most people think about so, like, yeah, hey, you- I'm a Pisces. I'm this, that, the other. That's your main sign. More properly is your sun sign. But then your big three, there's your rising, which is people's first impressions of you. And then there's your moon, which is like your moods and emotions and also plays into a big part of your personality. Hmm. So And and there are charts that can actually tell you this rather than someone can just look at you and say, oh, you're this. It's, hey, yeah. hold on. I think I'm this other thing. There are actual signs where... You go in, put in your birthday, mm-hmm. where you were born, possibly. And you've recently even. done this. I've recently done I'm, this. We made Patrick do this before the show. The time you were born. Mm-hmm. How many people out there, if you're in the chat, and this is also, again, this is a great thing of why you need to be watching live. You can still hit us up later on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies or, or go directly to Right by Roy. It's pronounced WAP, but Right by Roy, that's Megan, or at the Susie Hunter. On Twitter, don't at me because I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> but let them know like your information, your deets, so they can kind of give you the lowdown. But if you're in the chat, drop all that information. Do you, do you know what time you were born? I do because you my, had to look it up, or parents, you had to confirm with your parents. Right, my parents love me, so <laughs> they, so they know what time I was born. And then you punch it in, and it'll it'll tell you all this stuff, and you can actually get a sign and maybe learn a little bit more about yourself and embrace yourself and accept yourself for who you are. Exactly. Thank you. Well, well said. Well said, Megan. Um, I know your big three are fascinating to me. (laughs) I'm an Aries sun, a Sagittarius moon and an Aries rising. So just those are uh, all fire signs. Triple fire. So I'm also discovering too with that everyone on this beat is a fire sun and everyone on the abs beat is also a fire sun. Ooh. Just a lot of fire. Okay. Pattern. Yeah. All right. How about this? This is a this is a dumb little thing that I have, but it would be, it'd be interesting to know. Kale, chime in if you need to. So I'm a Leo, mm-hmm. and the the animal or the, or the sign. Well, how would I properly say that? It wouldn't be the animal necessarily, it's right? It's symbol. The symbol. symbol. Yeah. The symbol is a lion, and my last name is Lions. It's awesome. It's perfect. So, so do you know anyone named like? John Sagittarius. That's also well, actually, a Sagittarius. If it was like a John Archer, because Sagittarius is an Archer. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Or, All right. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm sure there's an Archer out there. Dave. With... Dave Crab, who's also a Cancer. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Dave Crab, if you're out there, are you also a Cancer? If not, I win because I'm I a Leo. Lion. Lions. <laughs> I win. I love that you love that. I love that you embrace that. Thank you. That's that's a spiel that I do. That. Um, Finally, someone's interested in that. I'm glad. I'm glad that you did your your chart. He sent us his chart this morning, but um, we had a discussion predicting what Patrick's big three are because we knew he's a Leo son. Don't be talking about my chart behind my back. We were talking <laughs> about your chart. My pre-chart. This is this is pre-chart. We were making predictions. The pre-scout. Yeah, yeah. We were making the scouting report. Um, <laughs> I predicted that you in your big three Virgo and Cancer placements, and I got one of them right. And I'm very impressed with myself because you are a Virgo rising. Okay. Yeah. Cause, and that makes so much sense because you does. strive for perfection mm-hmm. all the time, almost cripplingly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's very Virgo. Hey, Kale. Enough laughing back there, Kale. <laughs> hey, 
No, I'll say your name if I want it was to type a, up. It was an innocent chuckle. I'm so sorry. I'll be the judge if it's innocent. Oh, Kira. <laughs> yes. Okay, Kira. Scorpio sun. Yes. Leo rising. Capricorn moon. I like I love this. this. I love this. Scorpios are so misunderstood. Is there such Just a look th- at Drake. One of my best friends is a Scorpio. I love Scorpios. Is there like an actual combination where like if you heard that, you'd be like, Red oh flag. my god you are a wreck wait can i tell you a story, like is there a though? wrong answer for can i can i tell you a story so yes. um my friend danny his mom is a therapist who has used astrology and zodiac signs and all of that in her practice so she asked me when i met her she's like oh what's your big three i'm like oh i'm a sag sun i'm a scorpio rising and i'm a gemini moon and she goes oh she was like all of the internal conflict signs and i'm like well that's pretty accurate yeah <laughs> thank you um yeah, so I like that. So a therapist once said that to me. <laughs> now, you I know you also did a little research on Rockies players. Like, yes. hey, what can we learn for that? Because I, I think this is still a Rockies show. This is still a Rockies show. Remember, we, we get off the rails, but we get back. We get we back. I wanted to give back. you guys some some perfect setup. A foundation. Perfect foundation. Where we're coming from. Sun Moon Rising. Let's dig in. Yes. Ooh, so okay. I went through all of the signs of all of the guys on our 40 man. I was. Oh my God. I, wow. I, I know. It wasn't that hard. Even the guys in the 60 day IL? Yeah. Good Lord. So not even 40. We're talking like 44, 45 guys. Okay. Yeah. No, I just like I did Damn. it all, you know, because I, I wanted to include everyone. Um, and how did you how did you keep it so organized? I made a spreadsheet. <laughs> graphic alert. Graphic <laughs> alert. Susie and I, we had a big powwow yesterday. Let's go. We're, Spreadsheet Sues. Spreadsheet Sues. That's it. We we plan on requesting about one graphic per day for the show. And one of them, one of them is gonna be I made a spreadsheet. Um, and so Susie made a spreadsheet. All right. I made a spreadsheet of all of the signs. I also like for a second I thought about I'm like, should I start messaging some moms and some wives and some girlfriends to get oh some birth God. times? Which I might still do. Which is the scary thing about <laughs> athletes because you have their birthplace yeah. and their birthday. True. It makes it accessible and you have to use that respectfully. Yes, respectfully. What's your, which yeah, we do. What's your mother's maiden name? Like we're getting into what was your third grade teacher and like what was your pet's first name? These are safety password questions. So you're right. You you gotta tread lightly on those. No one's no one's uh, no one's question though is what time were you born? Because most people, oh, yeah, I feel like right. a lot of people just don't know it off the top no. of their head. But anyway, a pattern that I noticed, I am shocked. I guess I shouldn't have been shocked. So many pitchers are Earth signs. What, and what does that mean? So Earth signs, very grounded, very disciplined. Mm. Yeah. Those are the big traits. And am I missing anything? No, I think the yeah. fact the grounding component is mm-hmm. very interesting alongside pitching. I mean, that's that's outside of catching. I mean, that's the one position you don't need to jump for, right? Yeah. I mean, you're 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 pushing off obviously, but you're staying <laughs> like grounded. literally grounded, right? Yes. <laughs> he means literally. <laughs> yes, literally. I like that. Okay, Earth. What are the Earth signs, by the way? Uh, so the Earth signs are um, Virgo, mm-hmm. Capricorn, and Taurus. Kayla's a Taurus. Very and, intense. And it, and I it, am a Taurus. I still don't know what that means, but after the show, after the show. Well, Taurus is like a bull, so you go, okay, that lives on the ground. And <laughs> Pisces is a fish, so that makes sense. It wouldn't be an Earth sign because no. it's. Can a you guess animal. which one it is? Uh, a water sign. It is. It's it a is. water sign. It is. <laughs> Mr. New Jersey. It's a water sign. Um, uh, also, uh, Cancer, because that's a crab. 
We go go crabbing down to Jersey Shore and oh Wildwood. We go to Wawa, <laughs> go get a hoagie and a Coke and all, all the water signs yeah. down there hanging out. Mm-hmm. It would be Pisces, Cancer, and what would be the, the third water sign? It's a tricky one, I think. Gemini, because you want to drown your twin. No, no. Oh, it's a, it's a, um, whatchamacallit? The, wait, it's a, hold on. Wait, we got. <laughs> Whoa, I'm asking the hard hitting questions here. <laughs> wait, what did I miss? Oh, Scorpio. Scorpio. Because oh. it's a spicy water sign. I feel like it, spicy. it's, it's fire adjacent in, in how they present, but. A scorpion is, is a, a land crab. So you go, eh, maybe it's a little earthy, but it could go in the water. It's and a probably land sur- lobster. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So pictures, a lot of earth signs. A what lot else, of earth What signs. else did your spreadsheet turn up? Are you hooked on spreadsheets now? Um, I'm a little hooked on spreadsheets. Yeah, spreadsheets. I mean, I'm not anti-spreadsheet. I'm not anti-spreadsheet. It's just no one loves a spreadsheet to the degree that Patrick Lyons loves a spreadsheet. I, I'm sorry. I can appreciate awesomeness. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I love it and respect it. But I also just don't have any earth sign placements like that. So okay. I'm not organized. All right. I'm not grounded in spreadsheets. Um, a lot of fire signs on the infield, especially a lot of Ooh. Leos. Yeah. Now, what is a what? What does that usually mean if you're a fire sign? Fire signs are very outgoing. Mm. You're very outgoing. No, I'm pretty shy. No, you're not. <laughs> Says the host of Says the <laughs> of the top Rockies podcast in the world, <laughs> the eighth highest rated baseball podcast in Germany. I'm shy. <laughs> are we? We're only eight in Germany. It's pretty good. Take that. It, it, we're it fluctuates. Only, we're only number eight. It fluctuates. cater to the German audience. Yeah, whatever whatever <laughs> German base you are on out there, let us know your birthday, time you were born, <laughs> all that stuff. We want to hook you up for helping make us number eight. Yes. All right, so you're a little spicy. You're yeah, you're fire. definitely hmm, spicy okay. for sure. Definitely outgoing, not afraid of conflict. There's a lot more action on the infield than, than outfield. Mm-hmm. I have a story... Uh, that we'll, we may have to get to on Thursday's post-game show, which we'll do live after game three of, of the Guardian series. Miles mm-hmm. Michaelis lost a no-hitter. I may have blown a no-hitter in a similar fashion, and I was thinking about that this morning. And hmm. I, I'm an infielder. I was more of an infielder than an outfielder. There, there's a lot more action. Fire. You're tagging runners, all that jazz. You're in the outfield. You're just you're hanging out. You're relaxed. Yeah, and then also the our our outfielders, um, the signs are all over the place. There's no real mm. pattern there. Okay. Yeah. What, what is Garrett Hampson a fire sign? Garrett Hampson. Because he did he was developed no. as an infielder. No, okay. Garrett Hampson is a Libra. Oh, so obviously we all know what that means. But for those who don't know, Libras. So Libras are just like the ultimate balance. They feed off of whoever they're around, and they kind of pick up whatever someone else is lacking. Yes, a utility player. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. You have a Libra Mars. Well, that that means how you handle conflict. conflict. Yes, I'm very much a chameleon. I'm in Aries Mars, so I'm a disaster. I'm a nightmare to argue with. No, you. I mean, you're not the kind of person that would get in an argument with someone over what blonde hair is and what blonde hair isn't. That's not your style at all. So that's literally something I did yesterday. I know, but uh, <laughs> I just was reflecting on that. Like, we haven't really unpacked that whole conversation, but we haven't. I tried to block anyway, it out. Anyway. Like, I'm blonde. I no, am. you're not. I am. My hair looks really dark to in me, the studio. You are though. blonde. I because I am blonde. Thank you. <laughs> We, you need to maybe do the signs for everybody that's in the press box. I think I, I'm going to start asking. Can I throw a s- vote in for blonde? <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, it's like obvious. I am. It, it is very obvious. It's a dirty blonde, but it's still that's still a blonde. I trust the Taurus. I I trust the Taurus too. Yes, I'm all about that Taurus life. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. The the Avalanche roster is made up almost a perfect split of every element. So Whoa. if they are to actually build the Rockies roster similar to the Avalanche roster, they just need representation of every element. Ladies right? and gentlemen. Megan Angley, special assistant to the GM for the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> Folks, that why did you bury the lead? Here we talk for 15 minutes about <laughs> trades, draft picks, and really it just comes down to the signs. That's all it is. It's that's, balance. That's pretty cool. It's that, balance. Right? That's right. really cool that they've got that split. It's spread throughout the entire roster, too. Susie, you may need to do every single team. I actually have already started thinking right, like, about oh, like we need some more water signs on the Rockies. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Wow. Herman Marquez is such a water sign. He's I love such a Pisces. Pisces. He's such a Pisces. You. He has such sad eyes after a bad start. Like he's such a Pisces. I yeah. have such a love hate with Pisces men specifically too. They're very dreamlike and also can be inconsistent. Yeah. All of my worst Ooh. exes are water signs, unfortunately. Like is, I love them, but like we don't work. <laughs> is Senzatella also? Like Marquez in that, because I feel like he's the same way where he, he gets a little shy I think after a not so so great outing. He's, he's an Aquarius. Aquarius. Yeah, he's an Aquarius. Okay. Aquariuses are not from this planet. They are just like living in their own world. All right. What can you tell us about Chris Bryant? So right now he's hurt. Mm -hmm. What does his sign tell us about <laughs> him possibly getting back on the field and that core, his, his lower back? What can we learn from his sign? Oh based on this, this IL stint. Yeah, so Chris Bryant is a Capricorn. So Capricorns mean business. That is the business sign. So no matter what, he's gonna do whatever he needs to do to make sure he is working towards getting healthy. Type okay. A, regimented. Mm -hmm. I trust him to get healthy. Wow. Yeah. If he's, like the, his him not getting healthy at the pace we want him to is not because of whatever he's doing. It's because of what has happened to him. Okay. Yeah. Charlie Blackman, give give us some good stuff on Charlie Blackman. What sign is it that you grow a beard and you have a mullet and you like fly fishing? <laughs> yeah. Is that a type? He's a cancer. So cancers are like quintessentially the most sensitive sign. And just the most uh Is he a cancer? He's a ca he was born on, wasn't his birthday August 1st or is it July 1st? It's July 1st. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I stand corrected. I like panicked for a second. I was like, no, <laughs> it's, it's July 1st. You got it. All right, so yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, so cancers are very in tune with other people's emotions. That is the big thing. They're very sensitive to what other people are feeling. Think mm. about a crab weaving between the shore and the sea. There's versatility too Ooh. in cancers. One of the hardest working athletes I ever knew was a cancer. And so even though they have that emotional sensitivity and that emotional intelligence, they also apparently make great athletes. Hardworking fits Charlie Blackman mm -hmm. to a T every game, 45 minute workout, even if it's a double header, very hardworking. And he's a guy who kind of splits both of those worlds where he's got power, but he's also hitting lead off for most of his career. So I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. That tells us something. Mm -hmm. Something about something. Um, I, the, one of the interesting things I found when putting together this spreadsheet, CJ Crone and Jose Iglesias were born on the exact same day. Same day, same year. Wow. I think that's hilarious. All right. Well, you have your homework is to ask both of them what time they were born. <laughs> so 
So actually, that, that's a, like a fair question, though. So if you happen to have the same birthday as somebody else, mm-hmm. and year even, what would the time of day... How, would that move the needle a ton or not really? Well, actually, it depends. Um, so, like, actually, for me, I was born the last hours of Sagittarius. So I was, if I was born a couple hours later, I'd be a Capricorn. Um, but the birth time tells you all the different planet placements. So that's why I know you're rising. That's why I know your moon. That's why we know you're Mars. So someone born on one day, in theory, could they'll probably have the same sun sign. But the all the other different planets will be different. Is at MLB Astrology taken right now on Twitter? <laughs> Do we know? I feel like we need to start that account right after this show wraps. Right. I think, I think yes. so. Again, like all of the things that I float out there as a fresh idea, just just give me a little kickback. 25%, yeah. whatever the profits, if this thing is the thing that takes <laughs> off. We're going I think to people would be really account. interested, actually. Well, let me It'd open very, very, And she's <laughs> signing up for it right now <laughs> as we speak. Man, yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm excited for uh, the rest of this homestand. It's gonna be good. Padres coming to town. They've got a score to settle, I think, a little bit with the Rockies, and uh, Avs have a score to settle. This is this is gonna be good. Any anything else that we need to to clean up on astrology? I, I don't I don't want to cut this off before. You know what? I do want to just address some of the comments because we invited people to make. We comments. did, yes. We love the comments. Again, you can do that, and you can leave those comments even if we're not live. Yeah. So if you're catching this now, I know a lot of people who on the weekends they'll go catch up. Yep. When I when I listen to a baseball podcasts, this might be crazy. You're is it Patrick doing something don't, crazy? Don't make this about my sign, but. <laughs> I listen to baseball podcasts on two times speed. So it's just going really fast. And it's giving me the information. Charlie Blackman with his uh, 10th home run of the season, uh, two run home run. And like, I just, just give it to me, he inject it in to, my he, veins. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need. Two times speed. So people will do that on the weekends. They'll get caught up. So if you're listening to this, you can still actually go back, leave comments in the chat on our YouTube channel, DNVR sports on this video. And we'll catch up with you. So, yeah, what, what do we got popping off in the chat? Logan F. is also a Leo, but he doesn't know what that means. Leo's a fire sign. Very outgoing. I you feel like me. Leo men are just like the biggest mystery to me. <laughs> okay. Every man in my family is a Leo. Like in the immediate family. So what can you say about Leo's that I'm not understanding? I think it's confident sign. Yeah. Um, usually mm-hmm. outgoing. They also have great leadership qualities, mm-hmm. too. I, I think they could be misrepresented as um maybe overconfident but i i don't know i really like leos i think they're pretty a pretty good fire sign i think it's the sagittarius in all of us that has the (laughs) absurdity component yes that is fair that is fair leos are definitely super confident you know who shares a birthday with patrick is rocky's pitcher ashton godot they have the same birthday double unique himself double unique that's it that's a good one. So Logan, you and me were Leos. Yes, we're good. Um, uh, Mike said Chuck Nasty, fellow Cancer, game recognized game. That's it. Cancers love it. And then Mike also said it's still Gemini season, and I love Gemini season. All right, I got a I got a new idea for mm-hmm. at MLB Astrology here. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone's watching live. They probably already just just stole it. I'd be I'd be so mad. That's why I started doing it. <laughs> then you got to do the Astrology All Stars. So you make a team with all the Pisces. Ooh. This is this is a good idea. I know nothing about this, but this is going to get me into the it. The elements battle each other. Like, yes. Ooh, who wins? Which sign wins a baseball game? You got to do something like that. Yeah, I don't know. This uh, this could be interesting. I found it to be be informative, and it's as I've been trying to uh, work on my my mental health. 
feeling good, feeling great. But the more like investment that I make in that, this is not an ad read for better health. It, it sounds like, or no, better help. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like that's where it's going. But no, it's just like the more time that I, I spend in, in learning about myself with all these things. Astrology too. It, it, it's telling me a little something about myself. I can accept myself a little bit better. And uh, it's good. Thank you. I like that. Thank you for encouraging us to take our platform and use it for astrology. Absolutely. Like I loved this, and we're we're gonna do this more. Where we've only dipped our toes in. This is just the oh my beginning. Gosh. We have so much more to talk about. I, I still don't know what mer- Mercury and retrograde. I can't even say it. Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> I still don't even know what that means. It means things are going haywire. But why? <laughs> I don't like planet. Like I don't like science. I don't like planet. I was a math teacher. I don't even like this one. <laughs> and I, I don't like science. Like I just, it's just, I don't know. But Mercury is our, our is the closest planet to us. You know that, right? Is it? I, I, yeah, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Oh, it's Mars. I can oh. I confuse the two M's. <laughs> That's a bad look. Um, yeah, you're right because we are go. We have a rover on Mars, not on Mercury. Yikes. Okay, Yikes. that that goes That's to okay. show you, them schnup. But I I know, Uranus is the farthest planet away. And the Pluto's most a planetoid. Planet. Pluto's a planet. Get it? All that stuff. So I'm not, come on. I had to make up for my Mercury comment. I'm very Oof. happy that you know some planets. That's it. I'm very proud of you, Patrick. Look. Men are from, women are from Venus, Mm -hmm. men are from Mars, the Colorado Rockies are in another galaxy sometimes, (laughs) and we hope that the Colorado Avalanche are in a parade. That's it. Yes. Uh, That's all we got to say. Can Come on down to the DNVR bar, knock on wood. Uh, We're going to be open just for the Stanley Cup final games. That's it. So there's a game. Uh, The schedule is actually pretty easy. It's Wednesday night. Then Saturday night, and then after that, it's every other day. That's it. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it goes pretty consistently like that. So come on down, hang out, go on to Vaca TV, vaca.tv slash DNVR if you can't make it out to the bar. Uh, but this was a lot of fun. Megan, let people know where they can uh, follow you at. I'm on Twitter as right by Wa, and that, and my name is Megan Ingley. I didn't think that one through. So. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. So uh, see you there. That's it. We'll see you there. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And you know what they say. As great as this show was, though, I almost said Mercury. <laughs> Mercury is as only as good as its retrograde. No, Momentum, it's only as good as your next show. We broke him. <laughs> I'm broke.